Uh, my name is Jess Joyce, and this is SEO in 2024. Jess, what is your number one SEO tip for 2024? Uh, my number one tip is to be human, which is just two words, but it's actually a lot more. <laughs> it's it's It sounds simple, but it's not. So I'll, I'll, I'll go to the opposite of that to begin with and saying, does that mean you don't use AI at all? You have to just rely on yourself? No, not necessarily. My idea of being human is the fact that we're still selling to humans on the internet. We're still marketing to humans on the internet. Like all of our optimizations and all of our things that we're doing, uh, the middle point is Google. Yes, I get it. And that's a, that's a robot. Sure. But the person that's going to end up converting or buying or doing whatever you're trying to get them to do to make those numbers go up and to the right is still human. So everything that we should be doing, in my opinion, is to still try to be as human as possible. If that includes leveraging a little bit of AI, then yes, I'm a big fan of doing that. But I think there should be editorial processes included in that because uh, it's not where it should be for human. <laughs> so until we're selling to Googlebot <laughs> or like Bender from Futurama or something, then <laughs> I think we still need to be human. There's a reference that younger SEOs won't get. <laughs> or, or does Futurama still exist? Does that still be made? It still does. It's on Netflix again. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, it's been going a while. So... Why and how does being human give you the edge? Well, uh, for all those lovely quality rater guidelines, number one, the EEAT, Expertise, Experience, Authority, and Trust. I know they're not directly in the algorithm per se, but they're the leading indicators, which is a big thing that SEOs are always touting about and all our marketers are touting about, right? Leading indicators to growth, leading indicators to conversion, leading indicators to whatever you want people to do. So including those and surfacing those as much as possible are human traits, right? You're surfacing the fact that you're working with a PhD. You're surfacing the fact that you are a PhD. You're surfacing the fact that you are, like we were just ch chatting about, a forager with 15 years of knowing which plants won't kill you if you eat them. Mm. Important. <laughs> exactly. Is is human. And I don't think we're at the point where you can trust a uh an AI or a bot or a robot to the point of deciding whether or not something is is poisonous versus not poisonous. <laughs> you wouldn't want to take that risk and certainly not at the moment. So, I mean, I can see the advantages of being human, of, of selling to humans, of understanding the, the traits that humans look for when they're reading something as well. But I guess the disadvantage is being human takes more time. Agreed. And uh, that's why I've started with a few clients. We started to roll out some AI drafts of any content that we do to try to speed up that process. Of, because writer's block is a legitimate thing that everyone across every writing piece of anything ever reaches for. So I like using a service called Lex that just got funding too. Um, and all you have to do is when you get a little bit of writer's block is you type plus, 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 and they'll help fill in some of the, the content there. And then you can go through and self-edit to make sure that it's in your voice, that they're using your tone, that they're not saying anything that's incorrect, that they're not telling you poisonous mushrooms to eat. 
and so on and so forth throughout the universe. Um, It does help speed up some things, um, especially with like marketing landing pages as well. I think it's really helpful to get like a first draft out of the there um, and then make sure that your internal stakeholders are reviewing everything to ensure that it is up to snuff. What if you're outsourcing content production, written content production? Are you able to check quite easily if someone has simply just accepted every single AI input that they're offered without editing it themselves? Is that, is that, is that easy to do? I think it's easier today, but I think it is going to get more difficult as the AIs get better, faster, stronger um, and learn more. Today, there's a whole bunch of services that you can use to double check things. Um, and ChatGPT uses pretty standard before and after things. So if they haven't edited it, you'll be able to tell that it's written like a fifth grader or whatever, right? Unless you're somebody who's feeding ChatGPT a ridiculous amount of information, which is something else I've heard, is uh, somebody that I know, they they spend hours writing drafts and then it, they feed in ChatGPT so much information that it takes them an hour to kick back some sort of content. So that's, I guess, feeding the dragon in a bigger way to get exactly what you want out of it. But I don't think most of us are using it to that expert level. I think it's pretty, uh, it's going to become pretty obvious, the stuff that's written with AI, because it's pretty newbie (laughs) compared to like something that would be written by an expert. And us as SEOs, we need to make sure we define what we want out of those AIs too, right? Like we need to know our target audience because we're working closely with the stakeholders as we should be. And we should know what stage of the funnel that we're trying to target um, and what kind of education somebody is using ideally, you know, and if you're reaching a CEO as opposed to reaching like a tech support person, right? As different words. Are humans, i.e. our target audience, ever satisfied with reading content that they know has been created by AI? Or do, do people always want to be reading content that has been created by humans? I think ideally the latter. <laughs> But uh, living in the world that we're living in, is this technology isn't going away. So I think we as marketers would be amiss if we're not at least leveraging it to some points. So uh, on my idea of being human, you know, we're also infallible and we're, we're stretched by like time of doing things. And we're always asked to do more and more and more and more and more. So uh, using a little bit of AI in there to help use that is good. But that's why I say there's always got to be an editorial process or somebody in there to make sure that it it reads like a human, because at the end of the day, you're still selling to a human. So, you know, adding in a, a what is section is dependent on like what you're actually selling to somebody, because that's pretty newbie usually. And answering those questions is is really not going to help you convert usually in the end. Are there any sp- specific elements that you're looking for in a piece of text to demonstrate humanity? Because, I mean, you talked earlier on about EAT, about incorporating demonstrations that you've maybe accomplished certain things or um, relating what you've done to something that already exists online. But in terms of the text, the the, the paragraph structure, perhaps what's included in the text, are only certain traits, certain elements that tend to be created by humans? Uh, definitely. Every industry has their own little lingo going on, just like SEO, right? Like when I take on a new SEO client, I'm not going to bombard them with DA, PA, SERP, and all these other words that we all know because they're second nature to us. 
But for somebody who you're writing content for, they want to see that kind of lingo in there, right? Like they understand that. That's like their language. So I think ensuring that that kind of language goes out there and then it reads, it would help it read more, read properly. Because we all know, like if you're reading an SEO article and it doesn't include the things that you're kind of expecting along the way, you can kind of suss out whether the fact that this person's calling BS or this person not calling DS by like the way that they write. So I think the first step is ensuring that you're using the right terminology within that industry, which is where those experts come from, because I'm not an expert. I say that out of the gate with all of my clients that I'm learning about your industry as much as as much as the new person. So I come in with a fresh perspective, which is kind of cool. But I need you to make sure that whatever we're writing comes from uh, your perspective of your knowledge and your expertise. So I guess it's all the more important then for every brand, no matter how big or how small, as long as they're creating content, to have some kind of set of brand guidelines just to ensure that the humans that work for them and the AI produces this content in the, in the tone that, that is consistent. Yes, definitely. This all kind of leads back to traditional marketing, right? Like that every brand should have brand guidelines and uh, or writing guidelines or tone documents. It's a gift when you're given those things, when you're a writer and that you're able to write within these these uh, structures. And then you can layer in SEO structures. So, you know, ensuring that you have a TLDR paragraph at the start of like to satisfy that featured snippet. Um, which is another thing that we have to teach clients, right? Like most people don't know what a featured snippet is. <laughs> That's our language, not their language. So understanding that that these helping them layer out the content so that it feeds for search engines, but satisfies users. Yeah, I mean... Humans. Slight, slight tangent. I mean, I, I was looking at... Um searching uh, an SEO's name recently on Google. And um, I was very impressed that the knowledge panel came from LinkedIn. And then I had a look at the about section on LinkedIn and it was written in the third person, but there was, there was a very nice initial couple of sentences in that about section, which obviously search engines loved and decided to use in that knowledge panel. So <laughs> I guess there are benefits to knowing how that content is likely to be used by search engines. Definitely. Yeah. Um, in the semantic web and the, the knowledge graphy internet that we're all kind of moving towards, especially with SGE, see more terms that people outside our industry wouldn't understand. But <laughs> um, I think I think that stuff's going to be more and more important because schema and knowledge graphs and all these things are, are extremely important uh, to get that prime real estate at the top. In saying that, um, I was just talking to another SEO and they were saying that um, schema has peaked and Google is now comfortable with understanding what's on the page anyway. So you won't be required to mark up as much content in the, in the future. Where, where do you lie on that? I think that kind of balances out the automation part of it because that's not human, right? Like schema isn't human. You're marking up things to like automate things and you can scale that out and turn it into like a programmatic SEO approach. But I think schema is still incredibly important because it's the intro to the knowledge graph, right? So that's that's the humanity part of it is to build your knowledge graph and to build that out for clients as well is to make sure that you have all those checks and balances throughout the web. Some of them are really boring too, but that's that's what we do. So um, whether or not we turn and still use like the attributes and the markup of schema, I, I think that's still too predetermined in the in the future. But 
I think the act of doing that for humans, uh, searching the web is still going to be important. So what elements of SEO don't require the human touch anymore? For instance, page titles, uh, maybe meta descriptions, maybe automated internal linking. Are there elements like that that you can just set and forget and you don't need to look at it? Uh, internal linking is a big one that I like to use some tools for. There are a couple out there. I don't remember the names of them off the top of my head, but I have a couple subscriptions. <laughs> uh, Ahrefs, including, has um, has a lovely tool that's that's getting better at internal linking too, to pitch a big one. And then meta descriptions, Ahrefs as well ran those ran that study where uh, Google changes the meta description sixty to like seventy percent of the time these days, and it's dependent on the search query as well. So I think. Excluding them completely is not the way to go, but I think automating them to see how they perform out of the gate is really helpful. And then you can start measuring for that click-through rate for humans instead of the bots. <laughs> and and, and what, what text would you take to automate a meta description? For instance, um, if you've got the first couple of lines of text on a page that um, maybe is designed for a featured snippet, should that also be used for a meta description automatically? As long as they're both satisfying the search intent for the page and the keyword that you're looking at targeting, because odds are Google's going to change that if they search for something that's also in the page and that's not part of the meta description. They'll try to pull in that text and try to satisfy make people click on it regardless but that's we can only control so much again as humans so we try to satisfy that as much as possible if an seo is struggling for time what should they stop doing right now so they can spend more time doing what you suggest in 2024 is they can stop doing uh i hate to say speed but i think speed is the most difficult one to get buy-in on and it's a longer a long play towards that. And Google's changing those Coro Vitals metrics too. So if you have time to put in a dev ticket that can sit in the backlog that they can get to at some point, as long as you're not in an extremely competitive market that you need every last point on there, I would say speed for the time being, because there's a lot of other things that you can focus on. Understood. Okay, you've clarified your point. I was going to ask you to clarify to say that you didn't mean them doing tasks more quickly. You did mean the web pages loading more quickly. Yeah. Yeah. The, sorry. Yeah. The website loading specifically. <laughs> Absolutely. Jess Joyce is an SEO consultant. You can find her over at JessJoyce.com. Jess, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2024. Thanks, David. I've been your host, David Bain. Get your copy of SEO in 2024, the book over at seoin2024.com.